Welcome to the Lisa Wexler Show podcast. Think of it like a magazine or a box of chocolates. You never know what you'll get. From politics to pop culture, healthcare to legal issues, it's all here. And my behind-the-wheel chats are personal observations created especially for you on podcast only. Enjoy. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. So, Jill Vergara, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you so much for having me. This you, is so exciting to be here. Oh, I'm delighted that you, I'm delighted that you, that you um, contacted me. So, Jill... Uh, First of all, let's just talk about the fact that we both went to NYU Law, but you're a lot younger than I am. When did you graduate? I graduated in 2005. Oh, yeah. You're way, way, way younger. Yeah. 21 years, actually, to be exact, although who's counting? Did you enjoy NYU Law? I had mixed feelings about law school. It was really, it was a difficult experience. It was so much different than my undergraduate experience at Brown. Yeah. Um, I learned a lot. I loved my professors. Um, and I'm glad I did it. A lot of money. <laughs> I'm still yeah. paying it off. But I feel like it helps give me a lens to look at a lot of different issues. You're still paying it off. Still paying it off. I The tuition for me at NYU Law was $8,500. Wow. It was a lot more for me. <laughs> $8,500 meant that my mother on a teacher's salary and my father, you know, scrambling along as a self-employed guy could help afford to get me through law school. Yeah. And did. <laughs> I'm I'm I feel very very lucky that my parents um helped with undergraduate for But how much was it 21 years later? Uh right now I'm I'm I still have 20,000. No, but I mean what was the tuition? Do you remember? Oh, oh my gosh. I I think that it was um 30 or 40,000 a year. A year, right. Mm -hmm. 21 years later, right. That sounds about right. Not including room and board because I had my own apartment and I was married. Yeah, wow. Okay, well, I didn't like law school for what it was worth. It was very challenging. It was very difficult. I hated it. Yeah, it, it was really difficult. <laughs> I really uh, hated it. I really did. Two zero three 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 nine four two two. Okay, Jill, but you ended up in Fairfield. I ended up in Westport. We both love Connecticut, and I know you love your community very much. I do. So what's on your mind? What's going on with Penfield Pavilion that has you upset? What's going on? I came on your show really to just spread the awareness of what's going on with Penfield. Okay. I'm like everybody else. I'm not an expert. I don't know exactly all of the details by heart. But I know that it's an 
issue that the community should get in on and give feedback to us. I'm really concerned that we're making this decision without hearing from the people. Um, it's bit, I've heard it called a boondoggle. Well, let's I, go back a minute. Okay. What decision is the decision we're talking about? What, what's the issue? So Penfield Pavilion um, has been declared uh, of their violations, uh, according to FEMA. Uh, It doesn't comply with their regulations, and we have to fix it. We were told that there are violations. Violations in what? The pavilion itself? You don't mean the building structure, do you? The building structure itself. So it doesn't comply with their regulations for how buildings are supposed to be built in such close proximity to the water. Let me read from the violation itself. You wrote here, October 2017, use of excess fill created impermissible obstruction under pavilion. So we know there's a huge fill issue, right? The whole big toxic fill stuff around Fairfield. Yes. Placement of grade beam above the natural grade caused an impermissible obstruction. And the FEMA final decision in October of 2017 was grade beams were out of compliance and that the and and that quote lowering the grade beam was not quote likely not feasible fema to contact the town to discuss potential remedial actions and potential enforcement actions so this is a, a record that you've that you've shown that shows all different correspondence between fema and the town of fairfield right there's right. a lot going on. There, okay. there, there is a lot going on, and there's a lot of documents that we've been slow to get online for people to see themselves. I think that there is now a file um, on the town website as of yesterday, and there were, I think, eight to ten documents online, but there are a lot more that people should see. So in this, in this, did you prepare this chart that I'm seeing here? Or yes. did someone else prepare it? I did. Okay. So you write here, August 2022, status update presented to Board of Selectmen, Board of Finance, RTM. You say without opportunity for public comment. Why? They, these meetings were not noticed? What do you mean by that? It wasn't a real meeting. It was, uh, it was framed as an informational meeting to just apprise the town bodies of what was going on. And... Um, we weren't even sure whether we were going to be able to ask questions at that meeting. Ultimately, we were. Okay. We had an opportunity to ask some some questions. It was quick, but um, it wasn't a regular type of meeting where you would have public comment. I see. Okay. And at that meeting in August of 2022, you say two options were presented, one to demolish and rebuild the same size building for 9 to $12 million, or two, keep the existing building intact, but lower the foundational grade beams for $8 million. And uh, you have some backup provided with respect to your chart. And then you say February 23rd of 2023, which is just a week ago or so, town hall meeting with FEMA, people required to submit questions on note cards with name, questions picked and read by who's FS? The first select woman. Ah, thank you. First select woman. New cost estimates and option revealed for first time since August 2022. And now you say there are these options and you have monies attached to them. Eleven and a half million would be to keep the building as is and lower the foundational grade beam three to four feet, or demolish the building, keeping lockers intact and adding basic necessities of a concession stand, lifeguard offices, and bathrooms. And then option three, and that's eight and a half million. And then option three at six million would be demolish the building. And you say that wasn't even presented as an option, but can be extrapolated from the information provided. Right. Okay. And those numbers incorporate um, the remediation for the Julian Phil under yeah. the pen, 
under the pavilion. It would be well. That's pretty much a townwide disaster that all the taxpayers have to absorb. It is. It's it's very I mean, upsetting. It's horrible. I mean, it's in criminal court. So I mean, you yeah. know, it had ramifications way beyond, um, way beyond what would be expected of bureaucratic decisions that were made. I mean, this is way beyond that. Oh, yeah. And uh, thankfully, the number, um, the amount that they're estimating it's going to cost the town has come down. Recently, that was revealed in a board of finance meeting recently where they had been estimating that it would be around $20 million to remediate all of this dirty fill being spread around our town. But um, I think that they brought it down all the way to $9 million. Um, I don't, I'm not sure it's been disclosed to everyone, but... At least we have that. Um, I know that they've been putting money away in um, remediation funds. So I think we have a lot more than we need at this point to remediate the fill. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too. Like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. I know that Brenda Kupchik, who's the first select woman, and of course she's always invited to call because every member of the public always is, and she's more than a member of the public. She's an elected official. She wrote me this morning on something that I tried to have printed and is not showing up in my phone. Uh, But I know that generally speaking, I read it. And so just paraphrasing from memory, um, Ms. Kupchik uh, went to great lengths to try and explain how this town of Fairfield got at where we at where they are. In other words, it was it's a series of years of, of decisions that were made and probably putting off decisions that needed to be made and absolutely being this, shocked at it's all across of this. a few administrations. Mm-hmm. This is a building that's it will be rebuilt for the third time. It crossed over a Flato administration, Tetro administration and now Kupchik. Okay. And it um the Kupchik administration was presented with these problems. Uh, they did not cause the notice of violation. It just was sitting for her, sitting on the table for her when she entered office in November 2019. They they knew about it. They've known about it for a really long time. Then we got the final um, appeal denial in April 2021, actually March 31st, 2021. And um, so that's a long time that we could have been using to engage with the public and figure out what the best course of action is for our community going forward. My concern is that we're not really talking about all of the implications for this type of building on the beach. Uh, One issue that hasn't really been discussed a lot is that we're being required to bring the beach elevation down. Uh, FEMA has told us that our natural grade is eight to nine feet. The engineers had actually told us when we built this that they thought that our natural grade was closer to 10 to 11 feet. So there's a discrepancy between the So wait, are you saying, so let's just bring this down to 
real life. So are you saying that if the building is lowered, that you think that flood events will eventually capture it? I think that um, they're going to be build the building that it can hopefully withstand storms. But my issue is that bringing the um, beach elevation down exposes the surrounding neighborhood to more um, to more flooding uh, during the year, like oh. the current flooding. I know that FEMA said that for a hundred year flood, it would be the same situation. That water is going to go where t- it goes. It will once, go where once it every goes. Sandy or Irene, we're yes. in trouble, no matter what. It will overwash the whole area. But what we're concerned about is just those. Yearly floods, mm-hmm. um, which will increase. Yeah, the occasional nor'easter, whatever. We had one in December, yep. just this December, where we had a lot of flooding in the beach, but in certain areas it was held to bay I by the elevated beach. Um, and taking it down will, we're concerned, will imperil more of Don't those. you think that the town engineers are going to care about that, too? They're not going to make a recommendation that's going to imperil more homeowners. Well, they haven't brought this forward in um, conjunction with a flood mitigation plan. So oh. that's another concern, and it's another cost that we're not completely can't really wrap our heads around just yet. We wouldn't have to bring the beach elevation down if we just demolished the building. Oh, is that what you would prefer? I just really don't know. I don't know if we should be evaluating this based solely on costs. Do you think people are evaluating it on the short-term costs versus the whole picture? Um, I'm not getting the sense that the option presented is based on um, economics. The option number one, where we would be rebuilding Penfield, lowering the foundation, that um, will have no return on investment, is not what a biz- It's not what a business uh, decision a business would make. So I don't think that it's cost effective. Um, but I don't think that that's the only factor in our decision making. We have to understand whether the the community values this building, and if the taxpayers value it and they want it, then I understand that that's... So do you think that ultimately that the community needs to be informed enough to go to some kind of a community-wide referendum on the subject? Is that where you're headed? I I, I would love a referendum on this, but um, I'm concerned about the FEMA deadline. Yeah, so let's talk about this. So Ms. Kupchik, this finally cleared in my screen here. And um, this is from a report about the town hall meeting, an article that was written in which Ms. Kupchik is quoted as saying, we were right in the middle of budget season. Can we get some additional time? Frankly, I wish I had known this earlier, talking about a FEMA deadline and pleading with it for FEMA for an extension of that deadline. Um, and the deadline has to do, I think, with participating in the National Flood Insurance Program managed by FEMA. And it says, because the town is not in compliance with FEMA's minimum standards, officials said they would begin notifying insurance companies of the increase. So I guess it's a town-wide 10% increase in flood insurance rates beginning on March 31st. So this is what Ms. Kupchik is upset about because she feels like FEMA should have told her that there was this deadline and maybe she could have done something about it. They've been um, talking about enforcement actions for quite a long time. If you go back into their letters, they... They say there will be enforcement actions if you do not correct this, uh, starting in that March um, 31, 2021 letter. And so I I don't understand why those conversations weren't had earlier. There, there is a chief administrative officer who's 
almost sole job has been to figure out what to do with Penfield and the fill pile. And I don't understand if we're paying someone $170,000 a new job in town hall, why he wouldn't have this deadline in his mind already. If it had been me, I would have asked FEMA whether we had to perform by a certain time. Okay. All right, Jill Vergara, I get it. So you feel you have more questions than answers. And it does say here that Ms. Kupchik uh, indicated um, at the meeting that she doesn't think that it's the best use of taxpayer money to simply tear down the building to be in compliance with FEMA. It does say that. She said she told attendees she wishes to comply and would prefer to keep the pavilion, this is Penfield Pavilion in Fairfield, and adjust the elevation for a total estimated cost of 11 and a half compared to demolishing it for eight and a half. So it's an ongoing conversation. Uh, Jill, is there an action step that you wish people to have to do right now? Well, there is a petition online that I became aware of to try to get FEMA to grant that extension, which I think would be great because that would give our town bodies the time to hear from the public and also make these decisions the way they were supposed to, not rushed. Not rushed. Um, I also think that the, the, the public should send in comments to all town bodies, the Board of Selectmen, um, Board of Finance, and RTM, and tell them what tell us what they want. Are you on the RTM now? I am. You are. What district do you represent? District 7. District 7. We're in the beach. Oh, you're the beach and you live there? Yeah, partially. Also the university area. Yeah, it's all beautiful there. It's really lovely. Yeah. Fairfield's a beautiful community. Oh, it's a fantastic community. It's a shame this is happening. Yeah. Well, I think it's wonderful that there's so much local involvement. In the end, with all the good heads together there, you'll come up with the right solution. I hope so. I think that you will. Jill Vergara, thanks for being on the show today. Pleasure to meet you in person. Thank you so much. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you heard, please share it with your friends. And as always, feel free to contact me at Lisa at LisaWexler.com.